Hi, I'm Caroline Heitman. I'm Anand Matrilla. And you're listening to Quirk's Commute. This is our first Quirk's Commute segment ever, and we're going to be discussing midterm podcasts. So basically, Quirk's Commute is all about bringing you easy information regarding your community and providing you with outlets for civic engagement in Albuquerque and New Mexico. So over the course of these next three podcasts, we'll be talking about midterms. As many of you may know, midterm elections will be held in New Mexico on November 6th, and most people are aware of the bigger races, like the governor's race or the congressional races. Um, but did you actually know that there are 16 New Mexico state and federal uh, election or federal positions up for election this fall? I don't even think it sounds like you know that. Ah, that's true, I didn't. And that's not even counting the legislative positions in the state, like New Mexico House of Reps. So... Over the course of these next four, po- next three podcasts, excuse me, we'll be explaining all of them. We'll dive deep, talking not only about what these positions are, but how they contribute to New Mexico, what their job actually entails, how their day-to-day decisions affect your daily life, and what key issues whoever is elected may face. So what are these 16 positions, though? Well, I'm glad you asked. So first off, we have the three congressional districts, CD1, Two and three. We also have governor, most people know about that, but we also have state treasurer, land commissioner, secretary of state, attorney general, lieutenant governor, my personal favorite, the state auditor's position. We have one senate seat, and we also have five positions on the judge of the court of appeals. Cool, but what are these positions doing, and how are they going to impact me? <laughs> so that's the goal for this podcast. We're going to break it down for you by first outlining their official job descriptions as given by government websites, and then we'll break it down into simpler terms, easy enough for all of us to understand. Awesome. So today we're talking about Congress, and again, as Anon mentioned, we have three congressional districts. We have CD1, CD2, CD3. CD1, first, is the elected position to serve in the United States House of Representatives. These are congressmen or congresswomen, and they in Washington, D.C., in Congress, they serve on committees, vote on bills and resolutions, vote on amendments, and then pass all of those in order to create laws. So our current Congressional District 1 representative is Michelle Lujan Grisham. You might have heard a lot about her lately. She's actually running in the governor's race right now. Fun fact, she's also a killer rollerblader. Um, <laughs> little firecracker. She's way faster than all of us. <laughs> okay, so apparently not only is she a congresswoman, but she's great at rollerblading. And she's running for governor, so she's vacating her seat. And this is a huge race. I'm sure you've seen at least like one of these um, videos coming out. This is a big race. A lot of people are running for this race, and there's a lot of hype, as the kids would say, around this race. So who exactly are the candidates? Okay, so you have Pat Davis, Deb Holland, Damian Lara, Damon Martinez, Paul Moya, and Antoinette Cedillo-Lopez just on the Democratic side. That's six Democrats. And then Lloyd Princeton is a Libertarian running, and Janice Arnold-Jones are, is a Republican running. So, obviously, you can tell this might lean a little bit more blue just because there's six Democrats versus one Libertarian and one Republican, but... Oh, and Michelle Lujan Grisham is a Democrat herself. But you never know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. So CD2 and CD3 are the exact same positions and they have the same responsibilities as CD1, but they represent different groups of people. CD2 serves southern New Mexico, including Las Cruces. This position is currently held by Congressman Steve Pierce, a Republican, and there are seven candidates registered through the Secretary of State's office, five of which are Republicans. These include Gavin Clarkson, Claiborne Griffin, 
Yvette Harrell, Monty Newman, and John, or Jack, Belpato Jr. On the Democratic side, we have Madeline Hindlebrandt and Sochi Torres-Small. Congressional District 3, again, same responsibilities. They do the exact same thing in Congress, but they're serving different people, so they're serving northern New Mexico. Running for this position are incumbent Ben R. Lujan, that's who holds the position right now, He's a Democrat, and then Libertarian Christopher Manning and Republican Gerald Steve McFall. So all of these three representatives, the three people that we elect on November 6th, will be going and serving in Washington, D.C., and be representing New Mexicans in Washington, D.C. So I think, personally, I think one of the most important characteristics to look for in your congressional representatives is that they are open and responsive to what you have to say because these people are representing you in our nation's capital and you want to make sure that they're still doing that when they're elected and that they're not just here to get their nomination or get their winning position. You want to make sure that they're always going to be receptive to their constituents. So if you wanted to vote, Caroline, how would you do that? I would try to go and see all of the candidates, try to see them debate each other or at least all be speaking around the same time. And then I'd try to meet them individually and get a feel for what they're like personally, not just how their policies are run. And if I didn't know what my congressional district uh, was, then how would I find out more information? Well, that's super easy because you could just go to www.house.gov and there's an interactive map that'll show you exactly how your district spans. I love maps. Who doesn't love maps? I don't understand how people got around without maps, but that just reveals my Gen X. Or Gen Z. Gen Z. I'm a Gen Z. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel weird being in this car with you. Thank God for maps. Am I right? Okay. So again, all of these all of these positions are really powerful opportunities for change. Congressmen and women are voting on some of these huge, huge issues that you've seen in the news lately. DACA, the border wall, gun control, women's reproductive rights, and basically everything you're seeing and hearing in the news right now. A lot of that, all of these large, highly charged issues go through Congress at some point. So in order to make sure your views are effectively represented in Congress, make sure you vote in this upcoming election for the candidate you would like to see. And if you need to know where your congressional district is, go to www.house.gov. Caroline mentioned that just now. Now, let's talk about the Senate. Every state gets two Senate seats in the United States Senate. Their responsibilities are almost identical to the House of Reps. They also serve on committees and vote on bills and amendments. But for a bill to become a law, it actually has to pass both the House of Reps and the Senate. I have never been in this part of town before. Huh, that's cool. Anyway, um... It's like Schoolhouse Rock. You guys remember Schoolhouse Rock for a bill to become a law? It goes through both, right? So you need both of these working together in order to create a law. That's right. Equally important positions. So, this Senate seat is currently held by incumbent Martin Heinrich, and those that are running for the seat include incumbent Martin Heinrich, but also Libertarian Aubrey Dunn and Republican Mick Rich. Senators also uh, will be voting on some of the most controversial national issues again, so this also includes gun, gun control, this includes DACA, uh, this includes the wall. And Healthcare. Exactly. And again, they are elected by you to serve you and represent you at a national level. So make sure that you get out there and have your voice heard by voting. And again, I think it's very important that if you are a voter, which probably most of you listening are, try to go out and go to forums or read about a candidate's policies on their websites. Just try to immerse yourself in whatever way you can 
into these politics because this is your opportunity given to you to figure out how you want this country to work and find a candidate that you think resonates with you and has the same mindset and ideas and values as you and see those implemented on a larger scale. So it's really a really cool opportunity really a really cool opportunity for limited vocabulary today nice but it's it's amazing i think so uh you can register to vote at the secretary of state's office that's www.sos.state.nm.us again that's www.sos.state.nm US. And since we hold closed primaries in New Mexico, the last day you can register to vote in primaries is May 8th. Uh, Caroline, what's today's date? It is the 25th. Are you sure? I know you had trouble with that last time. It's the 25th. Great. I can see it. Okay. So, make, because it's already <laughs> passed the primaries, uh, we can't. You, you actually can't vote in the primaries at this point. Yeah, um, sorry. But okay. you can vote in the general. Uh, the good news is you can still register for that in the general elections held on November 6th. And to register online, all you have to do is have a New Mexico government-issued ID. And if you don't have one of those, you can still register on a paper form. Uh, if that applies to you, you can contact us at Quirks. That's Q, uh, Q not K, I was about to say K. Q-W-O-R-K-S dot A-B-Q at gmail.com. And we'll connect you to, with a voter registration agent. Fun fact, most of us are already voter registrars, so. Even funner fact, my mother is a voter registrar, so. I don't know if funner is a word. <laughs> I just made it a word. Okay, well, speaking of the Secretary of State. State? state? What's a spate? Please, tell me. State. State, okay. That's another position up for election this fall. But I don't really know what the Secretary of State does. Do you, Anon? Um, isn't that, like, what Hillary Clinton used to do? <laughs> Or like Rex Tillerson, or like, or like Mike Pompeo. Oh no no no, that's the U.S. Secretary of State. No, my bad. What does the New Mexico Secretary of State do, Caroline? I have no idea, but I have a feeling that by the time we get to the next podcast, I'll be pretty well educated about this. So tune into our next podcast, where we'll be discussing Secretary of State, Land Commissioner, State Auditor, Treasurer, and more. Thanks for listening. Remember to run your city and do your quirk. Woo.